Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Lisa Salters in Tampa Bay. Only nine NFL teams started the same quarterback in every game this season. And although we have two of those teams tonight in the Eagles and Buccaneers, that certainly does not mean that both quarterbacks are healthy. Jalen Hurts will wear a glove for the first time in a game as he plays through a painful dislocated middle finger on his throwing hand. And Baker Mayfield plans to play despite lingering rib issues and a right ankle injury he suffered last week that he says will be heavily taped up tonight. Now it's time for Around the Horn. Thank you, Lisa. Previously on Horn. Is Tim Kalashore writing a column Sunday night saying it's time for Bill Belichick? Are you not? It's not going to be. Jerry's had a powerful head coach before. He's not interested in that. (laughs) Kalashore last night, timestamp 10-13. Jerry must fire McCarthy and hire Bill Belichick. What an impossible flip-flop. Oh, my goodness. You guys are losing points from him. This is unbelievable. If you're asking yourself who to blame, why not blame everybody? Or why not credit the Packers? Let's go around the horn. Everybody's losing points. Yes, let's go. You could be his editor. You'd have to take a pay cut. I mean, that's not just minus 48. (laughs) The point total for Green Bay. That's so much greater than that. Oh, my goodness. A playoff bomb the likes of which we've never seen with the Cowboys. And that's saying a lot. We all saw it from Wurgo. The Cowboys, Billy Bats in the trunk. The Packers, Goodfellas. It's unreal and still the realest thing imaginable. The movie does not change for Dallas. I don't need to say any more. Bill Barnwell around the horn to you. What was this disaster? It was a defensive nightmare, and that's surprising because the one thing it felt like many of us, myself included, could rely upon in the postseason was the Cowboys' defense. Before the fourth quarter, when the Packers took the fourth quarter off, the Cowboys were allowing more expected points per play than any team in any game this season, yes, including the Broncos' 70-point game. Uh, the, they, had, they allowed the the most wide-open completion to any receiver in any play all season. And if I don't tell you which play it is, you're not going to know because there were three (laughs) or four plays yesterday that would have qualified. The linebackers were horrible tackling and making mistakes. The defensive backs were going on side quests in the middle of routes, running away from receivers. All right, all right. I I hear what you're saying. Talk to me. Is that schematic? Is that on the players? Is it on the coaching staff and the defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn? Is it on Mike McCarthy? In the big picture, I guess it's on McCarthy. But we've blamed Mike McCarthy for the offense for years now and give Dan Quinn credit for the defense. These are players who were making plays that maybe they thought they made sense. There were too many open, easy opportunities. They didn't look tough. They did not play strong football. They were not in great position to succeed. To me, I think it's part Quinn and part the players kind of going off and doing what they thought was best and not having a coaching staff that built the right infrastructure for them to succeed. All right, Frank, I saw you heard Bill Barnwell say it was all about the defense for Dallas. What was this disaster? 
Well, all right. So, you know, July, August, all we hear about is every team's defense is going to be the 85 Bears and players like Micah Parsons are going to be Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor never lost a playoff game like that, like Micah Parsons did. So, in the moment, could they come up with one play? Could the defense? So, obviously, the defense was awful. But what about Dak Prescott? When it still was a game, they were losing 27-0 before he put up these crazy numbers. One of them was a pick six. And give, give Green Bay a lot of credit. First possession, they scored. And then when D uh, Dallas got the ball back on their third possession, they're already down 14-0. So what plays did Dak Prescott make to keep him, his team in the game? If that's Lamar Jackson, if that's Patrick Mahomes like that, any, name any quarter. Josh Allen, they're getting crushed that their team is down 27 nothing before they finally make a play. Dak is getting crushed today. There are some that wonder whether he's the future so. of the team. Frank, do you find yourself wondering whether they can even go forward with Dak Prescott at quarterback? I, I, you know what? You don't win 12 regular season games by accident. They've done it three times now with him. I, I'm still not ready to give up. He's got to be better, though. And what was going on with him and C.D. Lamb? Clearly, there were issues from the start of the game. There were problems there, but I still think he's good enough to win. He just hasn't proven it Harry yet. Harry Lyles Jr. Tony, before I heap praise on the Green Bay Packers, this is why I said five or six weeks ago when we were all high on that Dallas Cowboys supply, I want to see it done in January. And I feel so good today because I was proven right. But look, I know we want to focus on the Cowboys and this disaster and, and everything that goes along with that. But to me, the Green Bay Packers have been an incredible story. A lot of people were ready to write Jordan Love off early on in the season. And since week 11, he has thrown 21 touchdown passes, just one interception. This is the youngest team in the league at 25.8 years old. Thank you, Bill Barnwell, for that number. Give him a point for that one for me. Uh, and just the way that they came out in this game and absolutely smacked them in the mouth and just kept going with, there was absolutely nothing the Cowboys could do. Aaron Jones was running like a madman with Jordan Love. Some of the throws that he was making, he looked like Aaron Rodgers throwing off of that back whoa, foot. There was nothing whoa, the Cowboys defense hey, could let's do. Let's make that a bad word. In this discussion right now, <laughs> I heard you say there was nothing the Cowboys do. I, I do not agree with you on that, Harry Lyles Jr. Cordy Cronin, I turn to you. What type of disaster was this for Dallas? One that was self-inflicted. They didn't look prepared for this, whether it was not knowing that Jair Alexander was going to be able to play. Think about all the other matchups that they didn't capitalize on. Alexander did a great job taking C.D. Lamb out of that game. He didn't have his first catch until 28 minutes in. The Packers' secondary ended the first half with more catches than C.D. Lamb. But defensively, was this not the number five scoring defense in the NFL and you let the seven seed, the last team in the NFC, to come down to your house where the undefeated inside AT&T Stadium and put up 48 points, no sacks, no forced turnovers. What is this Dallas team? Because for 18 weeks this season, I was told that they were going to be able to exercise all of their playoff demons, that this group, this roster as constructed, was different than the other team, that they were finally going to be able to get, off, go, get over the hump, all the scapegoats were gone, yet this result, the third time in the last three seasons that they're out of the playoffs before the NFC Championship, they haven't made it there with Mike McCarthy as their head coach, this one might be the most embarrassing of all of them considering this right. game was over this before is, the end of the second quarter. to use your word, this is the GOAT of the scapegoats now. Who is to blame, Courtney Cronin? <laughs> 
Mike McCarthy will end up shouldering the majority of this blame. If there's a coaching change this week, do not be surprised. But Dak Prescott is, does not get off scot-free. He even admitted, admitted as much post-game when he said that he has to be better here. They're not going to be clamoring to pay him right now. I do ultimately think he ends up getting a contract extension, cap reasons, outweighing everything more than, more than anything else. But there's blame to go around here. I think that Dan Quinn certainly had coaching candidate Dan Quinn. There's some consequences with that, too. Oh, you, you, so you think he should be fired from defensive coordinatorship while he's being interviewed for head coach? Okay, there's a lot to, to weed through there. Talk to me what happens now. Because no one's mentioned the name Bill Belichick except for Tim Kalisha in his column today. So that's delicious. Um, and then solving Dak as well going forward. Frank Isola. Well, Tony, you were right on Friday. Tim Kalashow was right today in his column. When the best coach of all time is available, absolutely you go out and get him. That's not to say that Mike McCarthy hasn't done a good job, especially so you're doing the it. season or the Cowboys. A hundred percent I'm doing it. I'm not worried about Jerry Jones trying to be the star in whole press conference. Remember, Bill Belichick wants to prove that he still has it, much like Tom Brady wanted to prove it to the Patriots that he still had it. So if he goes to Dallas, he has a chance to break Don Shula's record, especially with that talent that they have there, and also win another Super Bowl without Tom Brady as his quarterback. Bill Barnwell, can you see Jerry Jones calling up Bill Belichick and hiring him this week? Hell yeah, of course I can see that happening because the only way this roster is they're going to get more out of this roster is by changing the coaching staff. In terms of the, the players on the field, this was yeah. the best Cowboys roster we will see over the next few seasons because of what's going to happen with their cap and their financial situation. We know Dak Prescott is probably getting a significant raise, but more notably... Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb combined make a little under $8 million per year right now, both eligible for extensions this offseason. They're going to get raises up, maybe upward of $60 million between the two of them. That money's got to come from elsewhere on that roster. We've seen the Eagles this year as an example of what can go wrong when you pay your star players and have to make cutbacks elsewhere. So if you're going to get more out of this roster than Mike McCarthy did, has to be with a better coach. Bill Belichick is the best coach at getting more out of your player than your prior coach. All right, that's two now for five. Hire Mike McCarthy, hire Bill Belichick right now. Courtney Cronin, to you. If you're looking at it from a plug-and-play perspective, there's probably nobody better than bringing in Bill Belichick and having him take on this roster that Bill mentioned is a very good roster, and there's going to be some tough decisions that have to be made in the offseason. And a lot of people say, well, Bill Belichick's going to want that sort of control, knowing that Jerry Jones is a de facto GM. I don't see it that way. I think that Bill's going to end up coming in here, like I said the other day, after he and the Patriots parted ways. Let him be Bill Belichick, the X's and O's guru, and focus on that element while, of course, having some say in personnel, but working together with the mutual respect that he has built over the last couple of years for Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones. That relationship right there is one to focus on and one that might end up leading him to that uh, Cowboys job over some of the other candidates that are currently Okay, so that's three then. Would you make it unanimous, Harry, that the move for Jerry Jones is to fire Mike McCarthy after three straight 12-win seasons and bring in Bill Belichick? I will make it four out of four. And for me, this is pretty simple, right? Because a lot of people are now looking at Dak Prescott funny today. And I think that that is a much more complicated situation than people want it to be, right? Like, and a good NFL quarterback play is hard to come by. So if you are going to get rid of Dak Prescott, you need to make sure you're going to get a lot in return for him and improve elsewhere if you're going to risk getting worse at quarterback. 
But the reason this makes so much sense to me, Bill Belichick still obviously chasing that wins record, but he needs to go to a situation where it is win now. And no matter how bad the Dallas Cowboys looked yesterday, we saw throughout the year, there is promise there. This team is talented. You have really good players on both sides of the football. If there's somebody that can get them over the hump very quickly, this is a short-term move that could have a lot of long-term success for them. So I think it's an easy move to make. Unanimous. And you all laughed when someone suggested it just four days ago. All right, let's get some love for love. Jordan Love was fabulous. It's a perfect game in the rookie debut in the playoffs. You never see that. This is, as was said, one of the youngest teams in the history of the playoffs to win. Courtney. What are these Packers, and how did it come together like this for them so quickly? The youngest roster in the NFL goes down to Dallas, and they look dominant in every fashion. And if it's not for that dropped pass by Tucker Tucker Craft in garbage time, then Jordan Love does have a perfect passer rating. Just think about that. 30 years of quarterback stability. This effectively his rookie season, and he goes out and has the best quarterback performance, arguably, of the weekend. Hard to put him and C.J. Stroud, you know, 1A and 1B. Mm -hmm. But Jordan Love looked comfortable in the pocket, the way that he moved around, the way that he carved up this defense four for four for 114 yards in a touchdown against a defense that has the highest pressure percentage in the NFL. You can't ask for anything better. Right, Gasola. So poised, so efficient. And how about the fact that how is that trade working out now for Green Bay involving Aaron Rodgers? Oh, and can there you imagine he goes again. If Jordan Love goes to Northern California and beats the San Francisco 49ers, a team that Aaron Rodgers never could beat in a big game. That would be something. And it's twice. He said it twice. We got a whole lot more to get to from the Super Wild Card Weekend. Buy or sell next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. We start by ourselves as we always do with Detroit Lions winning in the postseason. What? 32 years in the making. Everybody gets points for this. The emotion was just pouring out of Motown. This game was great. How the Rams played that third down. Near go-ahead field goal range. They went with a deep cross. Nakua, the pull from Sutton, not flagged. And then they punted. 
and how the Lions snuffed out the game after that. A historic win. What you buying? What you selling, Courtney Cronin? I'm buying what Dan Campbell said about Jared Goff. He is good enough for Detroit. 367 yards passing, two touchdowns, one of which he threw on fourth and goal. And the key part of this game is that red zone defense, which was the bottom 20 of the NFL entering this game. And they hold the Rams to 0 for 3 on those attempts inside the 20. Brad Holmes has built a tremendous roster. He should be GM of the year, executive of the year mm. after this season. Ari Lowes Jr., what you buying from the Lions win? Tony, I'm buying. There's a lot of young fans in the state of Michigan that do not know how well they had it between the Wolverines title last week and that playoff win last night. But this Lions team, the thing that has been impressive, there's been two games that they really had to prove things to us. One was the first game of the season when they played the Kansas City Chiefs. We had all that preseason hype talking about them being a contender in the NFC. They went to Arrowhead. They proved it. And then they did it again last night against a Rams team that a lot of people were high on. They were hot. And they won that one. So kudos to the Lions. Right, guys. Solo, what you buying? Yeah, we're used to watching the Lions play on Thanksgiving. We're not used to watching them playing home games in January, so that was pretty cool. Jared Goff on that final drive to kill the clock was great. But come on, that's a hold on the Kui. That, that penalty needs to be called. It's so arbitrary. It was called in the Super Bowl, but it's not called last night. And at the very least, they should have tried the game maybe five yards on third down. Kick a game with Okay, but you're throwing a flag for pass interference. You would consider that a game-deciding penalty that wasn't called, Frank? Well, they're in field goal position, but hey, Detroit has gotten robbed by the officials. Obviously, last night. All right, night. you're on the fence. It sounds like you're arguing both ways here. Bill Barnwell, to you. I buy that the Lions trusted Jared Goff when it mattered most. He was 22 of 22 for 277 yards when he was not pressured in this game. And when the game came down to it and they needed to pick up two first downs to win, a lot of coaches would have just run the ball three times and punted. They let Jared Goff throw the ball twice, two completions, two first downs. Game over. Where are we in the multiverse, though, that you're seeing a celebrity role? Barry Sanders. Calvin Johnson, Eminem, and did you see who else was in Celebrity Row? 66-year season ticket holder, Benjamin Caps. No cap. Lions are moving on. So are we. Cryo Bowl. We all saw the helmet shatter because of the cold. You may have seen videos of water freezing upon being taken out of the fridge because of the cold. We saw Miami's offense shatter within itself over the last month of the season and even worse in this game. So. We're talking about KC advancing once again, but the referendum that this postseason was on this Dolphins offense, on Mike McDaniel, and on Tua Tungabailoa, Harry. What are you buying? What are you selling from KC's win over Miami? Look, I'm buying that for as many questions as we've had about this Kansas City team over the course of the season, they still got number 15, and this has still been a team that their best side of the football has been on the defense this year. So if you're going to try to become the new class of the AFC and you are the Miami Dolphins, you still have to be able to go into Arrowhead and get that done. They're still clearly not there yet, but I think the Dolphins are still somewhat on the right track. All right, guys, Sola. But wait, hang on a second, Harry. Everyone tells me without Tyreek Hill, they're never going to win. That's now four playoff wins without him, including a Super Bowl. But how much did Tua struggle in that cold weather? And if you're not going to hand the ball up, why are you throwing these little swing passes to wide receivers and running backs? Throw the ball down the field. If Mahomes could do it, why couldn't Tua do it? Bill Barnwell. 
I'm selling Mike McDaniel's status as, a, as an offensive genius. They could not find space for Tyreek Hill at the line of scrimmage in this game outside of that one long completion. He kept getting jammed. Legereus Sneed had him wrapped up. Felt like they needed to do more to get Tyreek open at the snap because that was the only way they were going to win that football game. Do you see this more as a referendum then on Mike McDaniel or on Tua as a quarterback who can lead the team in a postseason? I have it on, on McDaniel because he knew what he was getting with Tua. He knew Tua could not throw the ball heavily in this game. He felt like he had to find ways to get the ball in Tyreek's hand in space. And he that's that's his specialty. He could not do it snap after Just snap. Just a referendum on that? No, I don't think you can blame the cold entirely on how poorly the Dolphins' offense played. I think a lot of that credit needs to go to Steve Spagnolo for the game plan that he devised, that interior pressure getting to Tua, leading to that awful throw on the interception. But this Dolphins team had nine first downs, and their first third down wasn't converted until the fourth quarter. That was about as dominant of a performance as the Chiefs could get from their defense, what they need to carry into the division round. That Tyreek Hill trade you referenced, Frank, I saw, players that were drafted because of it afterwards by KC, Rice, McDuffie, came up huge both in this game. Cronin, oh, Cardwell, that'll be our showdown next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Looking for the most impressive performance from Super Wildcard Weekend. We talked about Jordan Love. We talked about Jared Goff. And C.J. Stroud has the Texans steamrolled the Browns. Cleveland season ending with an egg. And the dream season continues. For CJ Stroud. Number one takeaway, Courtney Cronin, showdown to you. Tony, the Texans averaged more than a point per offensive play because their 22 year old quarterback, CJ Stroud, carved up the number one defense in the NFL in a game that they weren't even favored in. You get the quarterback right, you get everything right. Bill Barnwell, number one takeaway from Houston's win. Laramie Tunsil was awesome, a guy who has played in obscurity at an all-pro level for the past three years for a bad football team. He gets Miles Garrett, the defensive player of the year, on the other Mm -hmm. side, shut him down, erased him. Tunsil was awesome. So if you get the Tunsil right, you get everything right. Now, I think if you get C.J. Stroud right, everything goes your way. We'll give two points to Crowe and move on. Showdown two, Eagles Bucks. No A.J. Brown for Philadelphia. You heard Lisa Salters in her pre-show soliloquy there that there would be a glove on Jalen Hurts. The poll over Philly's season has been inescapable for weeks now. But the way Dallas went out, who knows? Bill, the number one thing to determine tonight's outcome. 
Eagles pass rush. They have to get after the Bucks because we know they can't cover. No, no sacks from their edge rushers in the last month of the season. One of those guys has to step up. Mm -hmm. Courtney Cronin. Eagles defense has allowed the second most touchdowns to wide receivers during the regular season. Not a great draw that you get Mike Evans, who is tied for the league lead with 13 receiving touchdowns. You have Tampa tonight, Cordy Cronin? Is that where you're leaning? I do. And Moving Bill on. Barnwell, mm -hmm. Philly or Tampa tonight? Go Birds. We will see. But right now, 2 nothing, Gordon. And that'll be 30 seconds of FaceTime. How well can you expect a ring of honor ceremony to go when your team's best player in franchise history is not there? Well, look no further than the Chicago Bulls, which had their ring of honor ceremony on Friday. No Michael Jordan, no Scottie Pippen. They can't seem to put their feud aside. No Dennis Rodman. But the most egregious moment in all of this is when Thelma Krause, the late widow of uh, former GM Jerry Krause, was shown on the Jumbotron there to accept the award, the award on behalf of her late husband. Fans in attendance booing in that moment. Thelma Krause visibly upset about it. Just an abject failure in terms of execution by the Chicago Bulls on this one. Thank you. Today's champion, Courtney Cronin. We'll see you tomorrow. 23 and a half hour break. When somebody in New York who won six rings. Happy Hour is presented by Grey Goose Vodka. Please sip responsibly.